Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com. And now, your hosts, Jamie Katz and Mike Reed. We're rolling, by the way, people. I guess howdy. howdy, howdy, howdy from the yeah, canvas yeah. agenda. I'm Pot yeah. Green. This is Jay Kaz, and that's Cogs over there on the mic, kicking the stories and the whole engineering stuff. So, uh, you know John, what I'm saying? John, John Herring in I think it's Herring or Haring in Florida. Uh, he's been a quadriplegic for two decades, um, and um, marijuana, he says, eases his aching body and lifts his depression. And uh, the state of Florida wants to send him to jail. Good gracious. Why? Why? Because he's got like a couple strikes with pot in that state, or what's the deal? What's his criminal record? What's uh, what's the deal? How 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 much? You know, what's well, Flor- what's up? Flor- Florida law does not allow for the medicinal use of marijuana. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. But I mean, what are, um, I mean is it? What's I guess. Their, what? I guess he was caught once. I'm not sure exactly what the story is here. Uh, they might just be making a case of this guy. Yeah, it sounds like it. Let's, what's, what was he caught with? Let's see. Here's the laws in, in Florida. 20 grams or less is a misdemeanor uh, where you could do up to a year or a $1,000 fine. More than 20 grams. More than 20 grams is a felony. Up to five years in prison or a $5,000 fine and a $5,000 fine. Uh, and then if you're cultivating over 25 plants, it's a felony uh, that you could spend up to 15 years. And they so, do have minimum, uh, they have minimum, mandatory, minimum mandatory sentencing for uh, sale or cultivation of between 25 and 2,000 pounds. Um, that's where it begins. So I don't uh, think he so. was doing anything near that. It says he was caught yeah. twice in two years with uh, 41 plants in two, 2007 and uh, oh. like about 120 in 2009, which is – that's not unreasonable. You know they grow a lot of indoor pot over in, in Florida, dude. Their practices are really uh, – uh, I mean for a while they were trying to claim that they grow the most pot. And I've kind of just so, – Hate to trump card them on this one, but that's just yeah. there's no. But they do yeah. grow a lot of do grow a lot of uh, weed in the what is this Florida? Is it the Sunshine State or is that California? Yes. So Florida's here's my so, here, well, no. So here. this guy, this guy, they are sending him to jail. He's going to go to jail for 90 days for this. Can he survive episode. that? For 41. Nice. For so the first time he got caught was 41 plants. Mm-hmm. And then the second times. time was what? It says three times that many, so about 120. Okay, and there's no 215. Okay, so check this, dude. Your first offense of a, pose- of a sale of over 25 plants in Florida, it used to be 300. They changed it to 25 or more plants, dude. is a felony where you could yeah. do up to 15 years. They'll give right? you the 15, too. If you, if, yeah, if he wasn't a – you said this guy's a quadriplegic. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. So um, – Wow, it's crazy they're actually going to send this guy to jail. Uh, if, if I was, if I was, you know, in, in charge of one of our larger, um, <laughs> larger uh, policy reform movements, I think I would be uh, putting significant um, swarming significant on effort into that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Let me read this hint, last paragraph here. Hint. 
<laughs> okay. Does it does it make sense? Is the the uh, the writer the article's writer saying this? Does it make sense to lock up a man in a wheelchair? Uh, the state attorney, um, Pinellas Pasco. Uh, oh, that's the county. Pinellas Pasco State or State Attorney Bernie McCabe says his office mitigated hearing sentence, so mitigated it to only 90 days because his medical condition is legitimate and there were no allegations of drug dealing in his latest arrest. But Herring is going to jail, the state attorney said, because he broke the law again. There has to be some consequence, in my view, McCade said. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, the consequence, and he broke the law. You know, here's the deal, bro. Uh, we've been talking about this for a long time. What is it that some people just can't get over? There are a lot of people that are, like, law-abiding to the max, you know? Oh. And they believe in the, I mean, regardless of, like, I, my mom, my mom's this way. Regardless of whether or not, like, she has never yet really made her mind up. She's the type that doesn't like to make her mind up on controversial issues ever. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> so she's never really made her mind up about whether cannabis should be legal or not. To her, it just doesn't matter because it's illegal. And... That's that, and we should be careful about it because it's illegal, and not use it because it's illegal. And you know, I mean, there's people that really don't have, couldn't really articulate their reasoning for being against cannabis other than it's illegal. You know, and that and Florida is uh, sounds like that's the stance they're taking. Yeah, which it does. But but at the same time, they're also kind of making a statement, aren't they? Well, this guy is a quadriplegic, so obviously he they're does no, have some sort care. of not really, not really, because they're so they they're not giving him fifteen years. Well what does that say? It says that they're admitting well, that there is some it. sort of medical he thing have to it. Fifteen years and that under those conditions he wouldn't even have close to fifteen years. That's why. So do you, you think it's so they're treat okay. So you think uh, that, that's a that's a valid point, Jamie. It could be that they probably well voted give those, out of office so quick. I wouldn't give did. those guys any kudos for anything they're doing. No, I'm not giving them kudos. I'm actually calling them hypocritical in, in their ruling. On the one point, they're putting the guy in jail. On the other point, they're like saying, "Well, it is somewhat justifiable enough for us to not put him in jail for 15 years." So, and then where's the line there? They are making some sort of reading into either you're right, the fact that he's quadriplegic, or the fact that yeah, he's quadriplegic and obviously benefits somewhat from the use of marijuana. You know. Um, so, you know, I, know, I have like a dual citizenship in Illinois and Florida. I grew up, uh, spent a ton of time in Florida. And then when I got old enough to go on my own, I moved down to Florida and lived there for many years. And I just love Florida death to death. But I've never been more, I've never actually been afraid of law enforcement except in Florida. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, it is I mean, one crazy-ass place, man. There's guns going off all over the place, and it's just normal, I guess. You know, it's... Totally. I, to that. I lived in Florida, too. I feel that same thing. I felt, always felt the pressure of cops, and we used to visit there a lot for spring break and all that kind of shit, and always, dude. Florida's on hunker down. It's a really conf confusing state, though. It's like... It, it you, is like one the one you have two houses right next to each other. They grew up in the same place. They're
technological difficulties. He's back. Please stand by. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Continue where you guys were, were at. What did I miss? Did uh, did you legalize marijuana in all 50 states while I was gone? Dude, you totally no, we got six. We got 16 of them thinking really hard about it, though. Yes. <laughs> all right. Sorry, guys. Yep, that was a technological difficulty. Had to. No more of that. Yeah, no. Yeah, you, <laughs> when when you pay for the cheap DSL, that's what you, it's like. It's like you know. Uh, it is. It's the line. Yep. It's the you cheap know what? DSL. I had, a, I had the Comcast guy come out here the other day, and he goes, "You know what? You can get twice what they what they bit what they pitch their thing their service that you bought. Like mine is like ten or something like that, ten point he said, man, we can easily pump on a regularly, like, consistently pump you twice that at least. Over twice that. And I was True. like, wow. I bet they don't want him to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, right. That's cool, though, that they like do. really rocking. The speeds that they can do now can really go really rough. I got an email a little while ago from the Michigan Medical Marijuana Association. They have opened a co-op. Oh. Uh, they've opened a co-op. I can't. I can't figure out if uh, if it, it. It looks like it's got grow supplies and paraphernalia in groups. I'm not sure if it has, is starting to sell pot yet or not. But it's. We all know it's not far away. That same organization, though. Some of the leaders. I used to follow it because I was really considering moving to Michigan to, you know, help launch shit over there. And, um, some of their leaders that were really debating on whether or not anybody should go that direction. They're like, it's not really in the fabric of the law kind of attitude about it. Like, um, (laughs) you know, you only, the law says you can only have your caregiver and your caregiver has, and it's like, well, the law doesn't exactly say that that's all you can do. It's just says you can do that. But, um, yeah. So anyway, it looks like, looks like Michigan's moving towards, uh, dispensaries. Which is, uh, I think so. That's what I'm saying. Got to have a retail market to make something a valuable effort, actually. Otherwise, it's kind of wow. So um, I read the law. I read the tax, uh, to tax cannabis. You know, whatever. What's what's the name of that thing? Let me let me look that back up again. The actual law uh, in California, the initiative. Um, Let's see here, bookmarked. But uh, yeah, I read it actually, and um, I found a problem with it. Interesting, okay. interesting discussion point here. It says in the law you're not allowed to, to smoke cannabis around anyone under the age of 18. Uh-huh. I don't like that. I just well, I mean, Is- we allow people to drink around children. You can have Super Bowl parties. You can go to athletic events. You can. I think that's um, poor taste to do that, though. What? I think. I mean, well, you know, I mean, like if you're partying, drinking. I mean, you can actually have a drink and have alcohol in it and drink it. I don't think that's a bad. That's nothing. But like to just be like getting hammered and there's little babies around. I think that's kind of like. Well, well, but I mean, you, you know, right? There's definitely a difference between being responsible. And irresponsible with alcohol, and yeah, sure, it's definitely even more irresponsible to be around children and be irresponsible with alcohol than it is by yourself, you know, for certain. Mm-hmm. But like going to a baseball game 
where all the adults are drinking, a, you know, having two or three beers isn't a big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and, um, and so being in a household where and when you sit around and watch the Super Bowl, dad wants to blaze a spliff and not be allowed to do that because of the law, I, I just think that that sends the wrong – I think that – I mean, yeah. surely they know that they can't really – enact that i mean obviously in public sure. place, that, what that'll do is it'll stop it from being in use in public places and um you'll have to it'll be like club only you know and it's a right. it's another but at the same time it's one of those things will it keep corporations out of it because of those sort of things you know and i don't you know mm-hmm. who knows but um i just i'm a fan of I, that you're a fan of what keeping corporations out keeping corporations out <laughs> yeah Keeping uh, keep keeping the big, I don't know big corp- by any means, but yeah, keeping those big ugly corporations out. Yeah, yeah. I added uh, me to I, be so biased no. and pigeonhole those guys as all being some sort of destructive greed, megalomaniacal warmonger, you know, creepy people. But I don't know. <laughs> Most of them are, I think. They have their tendencies to lean in that direction, and uh, they're the they antithesis do. of weed. And we would even be kind to them. That's that's a testament of how amazing cannabis is. Uh, see, okay, I, I gotta I gotta disagree there, man. Weed is used by all sorts of regular folks, man. Sometimes here in the in the in the in the movement, we se- seem to put everybody into a box, and it's it's just. Yeah. That's far from the truth. Majority of cannabis users are not really members of our counterculture. They just use yeah. cannabis. Absolutely. That's all. I mean, you know, Fast and 30, I think. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I guess like how I'm feeling there is those people, a lot of people that use cannabis go to Walmart, smoke Marlboros, buy Budweiser, whatever. They don't even think twice about it. That's just their lifestyle. So, um, there's a small portion of us in the in the movement that are you know have very strong um, feelings about large corporations and um, you know it, 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 we kind of have to some degree assumed that everyone else has the same sort of feelings and you know I, I just don't think that's the case actually so sure um, it's a good point yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. a lot of people no. make their it's their bread and butter for a lot of people. So I can relate. I came up in the factory scene. You did? Oh, yeah. Did what do I you ever. mean? Like like your folks and stuff were working uh, in? Oh, yeah, myself. I spent tons of years in lots of different factories, man. Everything from Mitsubishi cars to, oh, my gosh, you name it. Man. Yeah, factories are rough. Um, wow, that's crazy. And that was in uh, Illinois or <laughs> Florida or where was that? Um, yeah, actually, in Illinois, I worked in Florida and some really rough jobs down there that were pretty physical. All my jobs were pretty physical. Just kind of, I don't know, I liked, uh, I liked that type of work. It was just simple, you know. I could get enough money to survive and go worry about what I wanted to worry about in my life and then just do my time at work. I don't know. It's kind of a two-way street. It sucks because it's a, it's a continuous grind and there's not variety. There's not freedom of you know intellectual freedom and you get i think most people get kind of stale in that environment but yeah i don't know sure yeah so um, guys have we, um, 
Have we talked What's about up? Have we talked about on the show the uh, the uh, bill in Wisconsin, uh, medical marijuana bill in Wisconsin? I don't believe so. No. I I, I didn't think so either. I just just uh, browsing here and they're trying to get this through before the uh, the session ends on April. Well, April, April, so soon. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, what, it, 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 what what's the law say? Anything anything interesting? Is it a liberal law or is it a clamp down? We got gotcha, you right where we want you law. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, this like is, Illinois. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for patients, the bill was written with the accept, expectation that the federal government. <laughs> will be the provider of medical. Oh my gosh! <laughs> See, here's here's See, here's, here's another here's another thing that's weird about m marijuana. Why do people assume that marijuana is going to be provide? What things aren't provided to us by the government? We don't yeah. get products from the government. Why do people have this idea that when it becomes legal, the government will grow it and make all of the money from it? That's not what uh, – is that what's going to happen with this? <laughs> I mean, That's socialism. All right. That's communism. Right, man. Like I've heard – I've had friends that say that kind of stuff. Well, maybe someday I'll work for the government in one of their large marijuana things. I'm like, yeah, if you're a biochemist doing a federally granted study for a university in some sort of system maybe, but you're not going to like ever be in like a – production center and the fucking Soviet <laughs> Union or anything like growing dope for the US government I, I don't know just where does that come from that's like a that's like a crazy crazy sort of thing so there so Wisconsin is making their law assuming that that's the with the assumption that that's going to be how yeah, it's provided so hopefully this does not get passed <laughs> that's the stupidest thing i think i've heard in a couple days <laughs> <laughs> That's that's some seriously wrong shit, and that goes to your. Uh, that's what you're always saying. Who are these people? <laughs> what kind of connection do they have to cannabis and and reality? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess we did just get in the business of making cars. We do own like sixty five billion dollars in stock of GM now as a as a taxpayers, but uh, you know, I, I still would you know, we still wouldn't say that's really government it's private profit right so you know i mean i don't know weird weird oh, dude. you know you know i think i misspoke i did misspeak this, oh there's misspeaking there there is a current a current bill in since 1982 in wisconsin uh that authorized the establishment of therapeutic research programs to provide cannabis to patients but uh, that was written, written with the expectation that the federal government would be the provider, and obviously they have not come through on that. Yeah. Stifled no. again. No. I the man. Hey, Jamie, have you read um, Safer? Marijuana yes. is safer, so why are we driving people to drink? Did you lose you again? Me? Oh, hello? Did you lose me? Yo, oh. I'm here. I can hear you oh. guys. You hear oh, me? I was out there for a minute. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, okay. So my question was, did you read uh, Marijuana is Safer, so why are we driving people to drink? Have you read that yet? Um, I don't think I've read that. I All read right. some excerpts well, from it, but I read, I read this book, right? Yeah, I read this new book. Um, it's a very interesting book. I recommend it for anyone that thinks that they have formulated all of the arguments um, 
for this without this argument right here. And, and I can I can break this argument down pretty quick. Um, basically, what it does in the beginning is it compares alcohol and, and marijuana, and it talks about the health consequences versus the health of, of each, you know. And, and as it shows it, the both the health consequences and societal the societal consequences of using alcohol and promoting alcohol the way we do are far greater than marijuana would be, right? Uh, yeah. So they go through all of the traditional arguments for, um, you know, for uh, why we should repeal marijuana rights because, ta- you know, like they have, it's, there's basically seven main arguments that we all always kind of go to, um, and it's taxing and regulating marijuana would produce significant economic reg- revenues for the federal and state governments. Um, Another one is arresting more than 850,000 Americans each year for marijuana-related offenses is a waste of law enforcement resources and is terribly destructive to the lives of otherwise law-abiding citizens. Three, enforcing marijuana laws limits law enforcement's capacity to address other more serious crimes. Four, the enforcement of marijuana laws is racially discriminatory and also disproportionately affects young adults. Five, drug dealers don't card. The criminal enforcement of marijuana prohibition has inadvertently made it easier for kids to buy pot. I've never heard that argument before, but apparently it's a common argument. Um, Six, regulating marijuana would make the drugs safer because consumers would be aware of the product's quality, purity, and potency. So, like, in that case, they're talking about, you know, remember back in the day when there was that whole formaldehyde thing, you know, all the – People were putting uh-huh. formaldehyde on their weed and shit. So, anyway, that was that's one of the arguments there is that it would be safer if it's legal. And uh, seven, marijuana prohibition, not the use of marijuana itself, creates the so-called gateway to other illegal drugs, and it also produces a dangerous criminal market. Not so. What they're saying there is the fact that marijuana is illegal means for people to buy marijuana, they have to do business with people that are willing to do illegal things, and those people are more likely to be selling other drugs as well. So putting people that want to use marijuana in the in the illegal drug uh, community kind of is what increases your chance of doing illegal drugs, not marijuana itself. That's an interesting argument. Um, and, and the fact that it creates, you know, like crazy, obviously, drug you know, drug gangs in Mexico and America and stuff. So what this group, SAFER, is trying to say is is that th- all seven of those things are basically the agenda that Normal and MPP have pushed for years now. Normal formulated the, the, that political agenda there, and um, MPP has uh, tried to uh, use those points in smaller markets and smaller campaigns like the two Nevada issues, right? First Nevada issue only only passed, I mean, it failed pretty miserably, like didn't even get 40% of, of the vote for yes on legalizing marijuana. The next time it got like 46% of the vote. So what they're saying is, is they say that perhaps someday this argument, this scheme of arguments will create the, pop, you know, will we'll, we'll gain populist view, but it's not doing it quite now. It's keeping us right under that. And they say what tips us over the edge is this argument comparing marijuana to alcohol. What they're saying is use ninjutsu. They're saying that currently we are in a climate where people are really finally starting to catch on about all the negative consequences of alcohol use. 
even though we still consume alcohol like crazy assholes all the time everywhere, you know, like we and have tons of, you know, bad effects of it, um, you know, like I'm not even going to list all the things. You guys should read the book to, to, to get the in-depth thing on alcohol. But um, people are becoming aware of it. And so what they're saying is a lot of these people still one-third of Americans believe that marijuana is at least as bad as alcohol, and somewhere between 20 and 30 percent believe that it's worse than alcohol. So we still have almost half the populace that seriously believes that it's, uh, it's less healthy and possibly has worse social consequences than alcohol does. So what we do is we, we, we push this message that marijuana is safer. And that it improved and, and right. the campaign it and just compare it to alcohol for this reason. It'll win this hands very, down every for, time. For this very reason right here, because they're saying that most people's that even somewhat don't think that marijuana is as bad, their thing is, well, why legalize another vice, right? And right. They, what what we need to promote is is that marijuana isn't a vice; it's an alternative to alcohol. And right. if marijuana is legal, more people will substitute at least some of their alcohol use for marijuana use, which will have much better health and social consequences for society as a whole. Interesting argument, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm down with it. You like that? I'm down with it completely. Yep, I, I'm behind that. I agree with it. Yep. The, I mean, it's uh, they have a you know a full-on political agenda to push here. It's a really smart group of guys that have created it. Um, uh, the co-founders are Steve Fox, Paul Armiantano, which is if you read anything anywhere, oh, like yeah. in the West Coast Leaf or anything, he's all over the place. He uh, has been working with Normal for – he's the deputy Ever. director of Normal. He's been there for a long time. Steve Fox is the director of state campaigns for MPP, and Mason Tavert is the co-founder and executive director of Safer, Safer. which is the group, and he's in um, – Safer he is Rocks. Yep, he, Mason is the dude that is like basically a full-on uh, political dude in in, in uh, Colorado. He's had a lot of experience actually in government, and he's always been an open. He's kind of like how you operate, Jamie, to a degree, except you do. You know, he's. I'm sure he did a bunch of student stuff too when he was a oh, student, yeah. but then he went, you know, right into to politics, basically working for politicians, not being a politician himself. And now he's like, sure. um, he's on the uh, the. Um, marijuana policy review panel appointed by the mayor of Denver, and he's um, also is the executive director of SAFER. But, uh, yeah, he, he promotes marijuana change in Colorado and the United, all over the United States and um, uh, is one of the main dudes that helped, I believe, in Colorado. They're, it's going to be on their ballot to legalize marijuana coming up too. Did I it is. dream that? I did, it is. No. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Haven't seen, I haven't read the law or anything like that yet, but uh, that's really interesting. Um, it's pretty obvious Canada and, I mean, Canada, Colorado and California are uh, competing, huh? I guess so. It's a good, yeah. it's a good competition. Everybody benefits. It's a win-win. 
It's a win-win. I agree. We need more people to get into this competition. More states. Come on. We challenge you. Get well, right, because what's going to happen is, is one of us is going to be a little bit more liberal than the other, and they're going to be like, damn it, we have to do that. And then they're going to open up their laws a little bit to compete with California because they're going to start seeing the money coming in. They're going to be like, oh, why aren't we making as much money per capita? Oh, probably it must be because we're not allowing people to do this. you know. And then like, hopefully it kind of moves, uh, moves in that direction. Hey, guys. Do you know how much weed you can buy in Amsterdam, the you know current capital of marijuana? <laughs> do you know how much you can buy in a store? Five grams, right? That's all is at it, a time. Is there a limit? Yeah. One time. You five can buy grams. As many five grams as you want, though, right? Well, you could, you're going to be able to buy as many ounces in California as you want, right? I mean, you're not going to be like registered in a. I mean, at least as of now, you're not going to be re- registered in a database or anything that's like oh you already bought an ounce today you know yeah i smoked it in one joint give me another one fucker <laughs> you guys there uh, uh no technical diff- technical difficulties um but yeah so uh california's law um that's that seems potentially five times Right. I mean, you know, you know, the limits are one of the things that everyone, you know, the incremental change to that limit is one of the things that people like, is it stupid to say you can only buy an ounce or whatever? And I'm like, well, we never we haven't spent the last 15 years talking about how stupid fucking Holland is. We just are like, yeah, look at Amsterdam. You know what I mean? So and now we're like now we're like, oh, our ounce isn't good enough for us. Um, Yeah. I got the most recent argument I've I've heard people say is about against uh, what your people that work in the industry. By the way, this does come from them. We're not ready for it, and I'm like I'm like who's not ready for it? Like I'm ready. the, con- the I'm consumers, ready. the consumers aren't ready for it, or the companies aren't ready for it, or you're not ready for it. Alcohol <laughs> industry is not ready for it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's that's uh they they definitely hating that especially if we push that message which is a good message to push man because seriously you got to imagine that a lot of people would use and you know people would use marijuana more in, intermittently if it was legal like they may decide to have a recreational activity and use marijuana instead of drinking three or four beers you know so right. um you know I don't know. Seems seems to make sense to me. It's a, it was a good book. It was a good read. I definitely recommend it. Um, it's only like, yeah. Um, and uh, I thought you know I thought it was uh, added fresh perspective on what we're doing here. They're saying you know that we spend a lot of time focusing on the negative aspects of our campaign and proving to people why things have failed and this and that and not like promoting marijuana as. Even though we tell people it's a medicine or whatnot, we still that's that you know that's obviously a big part of our argument for liberalizing marijuana but but using it as an alternative to alcohol in many instances will in fact help society as a whole so oh I'm digging it d- d- digging it um, what's going on any anything I don't think so guys I think that was uh I think we're. Yeah. Uh, did we uh, did we talk about Arizona yet? What? They're, how they're going to bust all the Mexicans down there? No, 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 no. That's the bad news. 
the good news was there's an issue an initiative that was started. They uh they handed over some like 252,000 signatures to state of- officials um, in the middle of the month, April. It was back a week or so, two, maybe maybe two. What are we at now? 28. And yeah. uh, so anyway, the, it needed uh, 153,365 valid si- signatures to qualify for the ballot, and it's known as the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. It would allow terminally ill and seriously ill patients to use marijuana with their doctor's approval. Patients and caregivers could procure marijuana at regulated clinics, but could grow it themselves only if they are located more than 25 miles from a clinic. Yes, we have talked about this. Yeah, and we were, we were, what were so we were saying we were talking. Yeah, we we did talk about this on one of our very early shows. We did, and so is that going to get on the ballot? Is it? Will it be on the November ballot? Well, they, they handed it in. They think it's going to be on the ballot, so that should be on there for November. Interesting. Um, there's Interesting. an initiative, of course, in South Dakota that's already made the ballot. And uh, there's a couple of other things going on around the country that might uh, turn up, too. I don't even want to jinx it. We'll wait and see. Arizona is an interesting case. You know that in 96, uh, the same day that 215 passed, uh, Arizona legalized m- medical marijuana only to strike it down a few years later. So uh, do we s- still count them in our states that have approved medical marijuana? Because they technically do not have a law right now. Mm, I don't know for sure. I'll have yeah. to check that out find out. What do you think about that, having to live further than 25 miles from a dispensary to be able to uh, cultivate? Yeah, well, I think they were responding. A lot of people's argument was, well, we, we, ha- we have to uh, – we live way out here, you know, and we want to, like – we have to save all this travel time and all. That's so hard, such a hardship for us to be able to do that. So we need to grow our own. And, and then, like, people in the city are going, yeah, man, it's a hardship for us, too. We need to grow our own. And they're like, you know, it's the old, the old school control regime. Yeah, see, I think it's more of like it's more of like they want to stop the growing and to have only so many people growing and have only so many dispensaries and basically force you to buy weed so that they can control it better is kind of what it sounds like to me. Yeah. You know? Arizona is definitely going to be one of those states that has like, if it was the sphincter, it'd be clinched. I hate to say it's kind of like that as well. And, um, yeah. Florida is definitely one of those we were talking about earlier. New uh, Jersey said it was too. We've talked about yeah, in the past as well. Yeah, well, their law, you know, just depicts that. I didn't know that about New Jersey until I read their law, and I was instantly apprised of the situation. And uh, woof, I thought, wow, they're really like that there to let something like that oh, get. We forgot to talk about Jack Hare, guys. I don't Aww. know. Yeah, that's the one, dude. That's bad. Sorry, sorry, people. We we totally messed up. The emperor um, passed away uh, right after, right when I was leaving on vacation, I think, and um, right before 4:20. Um, yeah. So uh, Jack Hare was um, you know, one of the major inspirations for the marijuana movement, and. Uh, uh, 
I, I have much respect for him, and I hope he rests in peace. He'd been dealing with health issues for the last couple of years of his life. And I know that it was getting hard for him to walk, and uh, he was starting to have uh, more problems communicating, and um, hopefully he's uh, in a better place now. So, mm-hmm. peace Smoking out. Bowl with Jimi Hendrix. Right. That's what I'd like to believe. <laughs> if you want to make some sort of heaven, that would be pretty heavenly, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack Hare. We missed that. That was a, that was a, I mean, it was, you know, it was like two weeks ago now. So that's probably, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm way back here in the, in this uh, stuff now. Dude, I really like this uh, site, Matt. This is going to work great for us, man. Our newsreel. Jack Hare yeah. was uh, 70 years old. And, uh, he died in my favorite city in the whole world, Eugene, Oregon. That's your spot. That's your spot, man. Now you see people. Place. It is a beautiful place. Eugene's a Eugene's a good college town, man. Really is. Very good college town. Um, people, you can email us at uh, cannabisagenda at gmail dot com anytime you want say whatever you want we'll uh ignore the idiots and sometimes we'll pay attention to you and we'll uh respect uh everybody but um you know say whatever you think ask us questions tell us what you think about our show we want to hear from you it'd be it'd be great to to get some feedback and some direction what do you you know what what do you want us to talk about where should we go uh from here so uh, you can also find us on uh, on Twitter at uh, Cannabis Agenda, and uh, you can find Jamie at JCass or what is it, Jay Casanova, and uh, me, me at Pot Green, um, and uh, you can reach Cogs on there too. Currently, we are our only listeners and our only friends, and we have actually the organizations <laughs> have found us, right? Have they found us? Actually, I, it doesn't um, like I it. spent some time in the Capitol, and I spoke with Normal, Illinois Normal, uh, executive their president or chair i don't know what they're they all got different headings but the direct the top dog whoever that is their leadership <laughs> how's that work and uh and then i went to the illinois patients association and i spoke with their leadership i got interviews with all these guys too on so re- record you got them recorded you but got i told recorded. them all about our show and they were extremely happy and uh i i said you know well i'll send you you know i got all of their business cards and i said i'll send you emails and let you know whenever this is opened up. And they said, absolutely do. So they'll spread it like a freaking virus, man. <laughs> nice. They talk to tons of people. Well, and, and yeah, that's, that's uh, awesome because we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to need to start figuring out how to do breaks in the show and everything. Cause we're certainly going to have people. Um, we're certainly going to have sponsors and stuff, I'm sure. So, uh, Yeah. It's cool to, 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 to network, make some good connections. Uh, you know, hopefully they can plug us. We can plug them. God, how many times have we plugged normal already in this show? Plenty. <laughs> uh, for free. <laughs> Always. Help the movement. Happy so. to do so. Heck yeah. Happy to, to, to make it all work out for everybody. This is a... Uh, this is uh, this is what? Where are we, guys? How many shows have we done now? I don't know. It's probably like eight or nine. Yeah? Oh, is it? Yeah. Moving on up there, moving on up. Um, what's up with the? I haven't even looked at the uh, the agenda. Web, the actual website. 
is that uh, available? So I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer the demo site over to the agenda site as soon as the demo site is working the way we want it to. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Well, um, on that note, I think it's time for bong rip, and I've got some things to do. We're we're gonna be out of town again this weekend, so it's time to get back to to all this work around here and uh yeah, yeah man it was uh it was good talking with everyone again um but uh yep anyways i'll catch up with y'all soon and uh we'll do it again right on man peace, peace see you hey. you've been listening to the cannabis agenda your weekly source for cannabis related news and informed discussion we podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com.